This is Opinionated. I don't really have a full understanding of it, but that won't stop me from having an opinion. That's why we're here. Join Features Editor Ben Schiller and reporters Anna Batakova and Danny Nelson. You know, crypto is no longer just about money. It's about culture now. It's like you're thumbing your nose at the process. Part of politics and part of sports and part of gaming. And it's not just the future of money anymore. As they push the conversation further with their own criticisms and reactions to the latest Bitcoin and crypto news from around the world. It believes crypto is bad and it wants it out. I'm even old enough to remember when Microsoft was a kind of cool company in Silicon Valley. Ben, you're old enough to remember when telegrams came over a wire under the sea. (laughs) (laughs) And just a reminder... Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Hello, it's Opinionated and it's Danny Nelson and Ben Schiller here again. And how are you doing, Danny Nelson? I am doing. I'm just chugging along. Good, good, good. Well, you look good. And we have a really fun story today that you've been writing up. And it involves Donald Trump and a misdirected congressman who you're going to talk about and some fun crypto dealings, which may or may not be illegal or at least unethical. So why don't you take it away? Who is this guy, Madison Cawthorn? Absolutely. So Madison Cawthorn, he's a 26-year-old congressman in North Carolina. He is on the fringe of the fringe for the Republican Party, so much so that his colleagues hate him and have actually contributed to helping him lose his re-election campaign amid a sea of scandal. This guy really has scandal just written all over him for many different routes. One of them, though, being cryptocurrencies. He found himself involved in a meme coin called Let's Go Brandon that he bought about $150,000 of. uh, $150,000? Jesus. $150,000. And mind you, Congressmen make $174,000. So that's a lot of money. Of course, he probably has assets elsewhere, but a lot of that money went right into this meme coin. I guess he bought it because he believed in the message and that message was Let's Go Brandon. All right, just catch us up on uh, Let's Go Brandon for those not aware of that. So Let's Go Brandon has become sort of a right-wing secret phrase for Joe Biden. It's a little complicated, but basically there was this NASCAR race and there was an interview with a a driver named Brandon. The crowd behind the driver was screaming Joe Biden because that's what one does at a NASCAR race, of course. And the NBC reporter that was interviewing Brandon misheard them as saying, let's go, Brandon. And it's become ever since a very popular phrase on the right for cursing out Joe Biden. Right. So this story is sort of well known because he revealed last week that he'd actually bought this cryptocurrency for pumping it up and saying it would go to the moon. But you've been doing some extra investigative work here, sleuthing around the wallet itself. What did you discover in doing that, Danny? Yeah. So using some on-chain evidence and some, some clues from his disclosure reports, I was able to figure out Madison Cawthorn's Ethereum wallet and see his trades. And what I found was a series of trades that he has disclosed as well as a couple more recent ones that he hasn't. And all that adds up to maybe about $130,000 to $150,000 of returns for Madison on his selling of this meme coin. Now, it's important to remember that he put $150,000 into this, this, this idea, this meme. He proceeded to pump it up. I won't say one way or the other whether he did so in a backhanded manner because it was a public statement but he certainly hadn't disclosed his investment. And what happened next was that the token, which really was only based on this meme, ultimately has fallen to zero. So the most important takeaway that I've had from his wallet so far is that he appears to have lost money on his trade. 
That's good going. Yeah, uh, it's not so good for him though because he put one hundred fifty thousand dollars into this. He bought it a basically an OTC deal from this hedge fund guy named James Katulis, who was involved in the inspiration for and the creation of the Let's Go Brandon cryptocurrency. He agreed to buy one hundred fifty thousand dollars worth, which comes out to I believe one hundred and eighty billion tokens at the time. He agreed to this at the Trump Christmas party in Naples, Florida, of all places. So wow. this was a very glitzy gathering of the who's who in Trump world. Madison Cawthorn, and James Katulis were both there. And according to James, it just really clicked with Madison. I was texting with James over the weekend. James said, Madison just likes crypto's libertarian nature. And obviously he likes the pro-veterans charities and free speech angles of the coin. That's a quote. And I will say that Let's Go Brandon's backers have donated some of their returns to veterans organizations. I guess that that was a big appeal for Madison. Okay. So people buy and sell crypto every day and even politicians buy and sell crypto every day. Is there anything inherently wrong with this, do you think? According to US federal law, there's no prohibition on Congress people buying or selling cryptocurrency or any investment really. The only requirement is that they disclose their investments, their buys and their sells in a timely manner. And that's, I believe, around a couple of weeks, 15 days, maybe something like that. What happens is often Congress people violate that law and they go overtime and they don't report their trades, which is a violation of the law. It's hardly ever prosecuted. But it becomes a big issue when you have a case like this, where Madison had purchased this asset without disclosing it. He proceeded to comment on someone's Instagram post that Let's Go Brandon Coin was going to, quote, go to the moon. He did this on December 29th. On December 30th, the Let's Go Brandon Coin unveiled a partnership with NASCAR that ultimately fizzled. But that partnership led to the Let's Go Brandon Coin rocketing in value on the 31st, and he sold on the 31st. So if you just look at those facts, it looks like Madison took an investment because he knew something was happening. He pumped it up saying it's going to go to the moon tomorrow because there was something that was coming in the works. That happened and he sold. That would be a pump and dump. From my reporting, it seems clear to me that he probably agreed to buy the coin well before he knew about this partnership. Regardless, he did not disclose that he had actually purchased it by the time that he was pumping it up publicly. So there's certainly some allegations of improper promotion that the House Ethics Committee has said they will be looking into that is probably worth looking into. Good stuff. I mean, do you think uh, this is a trend that we're going to see more of, sort of memes like this in politics becoming coins and getting sponsors from Congress people? Well, I really don't think so. Madison Cawthorn is a very specific fellow. We can describe him in that way. He is brash. He's blustery. He's very young. He's just a year older than I am. That and makes him extremely young. It does. It does. Well, actually, probably more immature because I would never put so much money into a bad idea. But he's doing things here that you don't see Congress people doing, and he's acting in a way that you don't see them doing you can look at disclosure reports and you can see politicians trading Dogecoin, but they're not jumping into these fringe ideas like Let's Go Brandon Coin, probably because of the optics of it, as well as the risk. This is a coin that is now trading really basically at zero. And Madison Cawthorn's wallet continues to have, I think, billions of tokens worth of it that are now worthless. 
because he didn't sell them and they trended towards zero. So it's an extremely risky investment and he engaged in it and promoted it in a way that is very un-Congressperson like. And I don't think that we're going to see others act in quite the same way, but we may well see the occasional doge trade on disclosures as we have seen in the past. I was actually all primed here to really dislike this Corton guy, but it's some part of me that actually uh, finds him rather amiable because at least he's putting his money where his mouth is. He believes that Biden is a bad person and he's fervent in his politics and doing something here. I mean, more than the rest of us do. Madison Cawthorn believes in this idea and he is putting his money where his mouth is, just like you said, Ben. And looking at his wallet history, it's kind of funny, quite honestly. You can tell that this guy only kind of knows how to do a self-custody wallet, and he doesn't fully understand best practices. First off, he did trades on Uniswap. Fine, good, good for you. That's definitely more than just buying ETH on Coinbase. But to get the ETH back to Coinbase, which he ultimately did, he sent it through a burner wallet, which is entirely unnecessary because it's not like sending it to a burner wallet is going to hide your tracks. It's just a stopover on the way out. So I'm looking at it, I was like, oh, look, A to B to C, C being Coinbase, A being Cawthorn, B is the halfway house. There's no bones about who controls B. It's just his burner wallet. He did that twice. The two most recent transactions on his wallet failed because it didn't have enough tokens in it. And they're just some more interesting ones. He's also been investing in metaverse tokens, such as Sand and Mana. No big positions, nothing that would trigger disclosure laws, I believe, or that are really worth thinking too much about. Mm -hmm. But I did find it funny that he has been moving in and out of different positions. And it's a little more complicated than just let's go branding coin. Maybe he thought the burner wallets were like burner phones, i.e., you know, untraceable. Yeah, I guess so. In fact, it's the opposite, but he may well have thought that. All right. So one just final thing in your story, you say that if he hadn't bought Let's Go Brandon coin and he just stuck it in uh, Ethereum or kept it in Ethereum, uh, he would have made more money on the overall transaction. So let that be a lesson for you, hodlers and uh, traders out there. Stick with what you know and stick with those, those big brand names. I um, guess so. Although I will say, I think you may have switched up there. He has reported publicly that he sold his Let's Go Brandon coin and bought Ethereum. It looks to me like he sold the Let's Go Brandon coin for Ethereum, but he has not reported a sale of the ETH, which means that he is probably down tremendously on his ETH position because he was trading at a time when ETH was around $4,000 a pop. And we're right now in the $1,900 range. So that's more than 50% gone right there. I'm sure he did sell, but he hasn't disclosed it publicly. So you never know. There are rules about these things, people. And one thing is clear in this case, and that's that Madison Cawthorn is violating those disclosure rules. All right. Congratulations on the story, Danny. Brought some new important information to light here. I'm full of admiration. Anything else you want to say at the end of this? No, I think it's fun to look into wallet histories. Everyone should try out Etherscan for a go and try to figure out how it works because you can learn a lot if you know where to look. Very good. All right, that was Danny Nelson. This has been Opinionated. And I just wanted to remind everybody that next week, starting June 9th, Consensus is a massive, massive festival that Coindesk is organizing down in Austin. And it's going to be really, really fun. And if you haven't got your tickets yet, it isn't in your diary. Please put it in your diary because it's the event of the year and you should definitely be involved or at least watching. That was Danny Nelson. I'm Ben Schiller and this is Opinionated. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Ciao. 
You've been listening to Opinionated. Today's show featured Ben Schiller and Danny Nelson. This episode has been produced, announced, and edited by Michelle Mousseau with additional production support from Eleanor Paul. Our theme song is by Ellison. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at podcasts at coindesk.com, subject line, opinionated, or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.